Hey, everybody, you're about to hear our 500th podcast. To celebrate this event, we invited our three daughters to join us and talk about the challenges of being a kid these days, such as technology, homework, grades, etc., as well as what they think parents need to know about raising healthy, happy kids. And we have a big announcement. So why have one podcast when you can have two podcasts? Exactly. So today we launched another podcast called Pop Culturing. Yes. What's Pop Culturing? So Zen Parenting Radio, as everybody knows, is us talking about self-awareness and connection and communication. And sometimes we bring in some pop culture. Well, pop culturing is about pop culture and like movies and TV shows and music, and we bring in self-awareness. Mm. So it's kind of the reverse of Zen parenting. A lot of people tell us that Zen parenting can be really deep and sometimes they need something a little more light. Well, here pop, you go. Pop culturing is your light. Todd and I discuss our favorite movies and how they affected our lives and how it related to the culture at the time. Yeah, and how it relates to us today. Correct. For goodness sakes. Correct. So make sure you search for Pop Culturing in your podcast app and subscribe. Hope you enjoy our 500th podcast. Thank you so much for being such a big part of Zen Parenting Radio, and we hope you join us for Pop Culturing, and we hope you enjoy meeting our children. Cue the music. My name's Todd. This is Kathy. Welcome back to yet another episode of Zen Parenting Radio. This is podcast number 500, sweetie. I feel very no, you, close to you. You guys don't have to clap. Um, we have three special guests, sweetie. Will you <laughs> introduce just who they are, and then we're going to give them a chance to introduce themselves. So we're going to introduce them twice? Yeah, just say, who do we have with us? So we have my daughters. So we have JC Inga Adams. <laughs> Clapping, please. We Thank have you. Cameron Christine Adams, and we have Skylar Shane Adams. Why did we decide to invite them? We've been doing this podcast for a long time. Why did we want to get them on now? Because they've never been on. That's not true. Well, that is true. I was on. Once, them. yes. Yeah. You were supposed to be sick from I, school. I just read a Yeah, paragraph. how sick could you have been if you were on a podcast? I think she was doing a little Ferris Bueller action. Were you faking it? I, no, faking? I just, okay, when I stay up from school, I don't, like, fake anything, but there's times I do embellish. Ooh, oh. Good word, good word. <laughs> but, like, I can't believe you just admitted but, to like, that. But, like, I'm, like, a lot of times, like, I have not <laughs> embellished a lot since maybe sixth grade. Like, every time I stay sick, like, it just gets worse at school and stuff. So. Well, and, you know, mm -hmm. we've talked about cool. on the show before mm -hmm. that with all three of you, we've had mental health days where maybe you haven't been super sick but you we've stayed home for preventative reasons or not we Definitely. you guys so, right yeah. so we're gonna start there but first we're gonna let them uh, we're gonna go right into that question is like is that a good idea or a bad idea the, the mental health days because there's some Definitely. parents out there that'd be like absolutely not okay. so i want to hear their take on that but let's start with the person who showed up first in our world um, um go ahead and introduce who you are what grade you're in and your favorite movie, musician, or TV show, or all three. Okay, so do I say my full name? Yes. Sure. Okay. I'm JC Inga Adams. Um, I am a junior. Um, of high school or college? Of college. Of high school. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke, sweetie. Yeah, laugh, uh -huh. please. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the wrong laugh? That's a scary laugh. And then scary what's laugh. the other question? 
Um, favorite favorite movie? So, do you have a favorite movie or one of them? Uh, yeah, Field of Dreams. Oh, wow, very good. First favorite movie, really good. And then TV show, definitely Grey's Anatomy. So, Bird, remember when we went to the Field of Dreams? Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. We went in the corn. Yes. It's in Iowa. They were children of the corn. Oh, so yeah, it's, it's a, a wrong movie. It's a different movie. Oh. Um, you said, so you, you mumbled through those. Field of Dreams and then I lost you. Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, one of TV, the dumbest TV shows show. ever. Oh, my God. Can you please Todd. Sorry. You don't understand. You've just made me very sad. Yeah, Dad. <laughs> okay, wait. Sorry. Let's all pull back because one thing. Should, you... we, should we back it up? Back it up. <laughs> because, girls, one thing that we've talked about on the show is how when you guys had a show, remember, like, Good Luck Charlie, like, way back when? And your dad would always say, like, you know. I used to call it garbage. And we would say, don't do that because yeah. then the girls won't tell you about their show. So yeah. why are you ripping on Grace? I didn't call it garbage. I said it was dumb. I think it's really <laughs> no, good. No, you said it was one of the dumbest shows you had ever heard of. It's just so unrealistic. No, a lot a lot of it is really real. Give Can we move example. on? I haven't had a chance to talk yet. <laughs> <laughs> Skyler. Um, so wait, let's stay on okay. JC. Okay. Grey's Anatomy yeah, and the musician. Uh, my favorite musician. Well, I have like three of my favorite right now. What are they? Uh, John Bellion. Okay. Billie Eilish. Okay. And Taylor Swift. Okay. Very good. All right. Your turn, Cameron. No, we were oh. going to ask her about the mental health. Day. We're going to do that collectively. Okay. It's going to be an open discussion. Okay. I'm Cameron. I'm going into my freshman year of high school. Um, and my favorite... TV show is probably New Girl, I'd say. And then my favorite really movie at the moment is Set It Up. It's a Netflix original, so not a lot of people know about it. But what it's is good. it? I it's haven't a, seen it. It's a Netflix original. It's just like a romantic comedy, and it's just I there's these two actors I really like in it, and it's just what an easy movie to watch. I just like it a lot. Uh, I watched that pretty recently. And then my favorite musician is uh, right now probably Shawn Mendes. All right, very good. And then last but not least. Um, my name is Skylar Shane Adams. My favorite TV show is Friends and a series of unfortunate events. My favorite musician is probably Taylor Swift, and I don't have a favorite movie. Do you really mean probably Taylor Swift? Who else would it be other than Taylor Swift? Well, I listen to a lot of people. Okay, but T-Swizzle's really, you know. Yeah, T-Swizzle. Skylar, yeah. what grade are you in? I am going into sixth grade. So you're going into a new school next year? Yes. Are you excited? Kind of. Are you nervous? Kind of. What are you nervous about? I just don't want to have to do homework. Because oh, we oh. don't do it at elementary school. Yeah, they stopped that. Apparently it was a bad idea. It wasn't a bad idea. Now I'm just nervous for homework. But you got two sisters and a mom and a dad who are going to help and a, you, right? And Smokey Dad. I don't and know. And a rabbit. Um, okay, and Cameron, you're going into a new school. Are you nervous? What's your deal? Um, yeah, I'm nervous, but they've been preparing uh, us for this, like, for three years. All they've been talking about, oh, is in high school, you got to do this. So apparently, I'm prepared mm-hmm. by my teachers. So Once you get there, yes. they're just going to talk about college, so. I know. <laughs> um, so uh, my first question is, um, how many of our 500 podcasts, Skylar, have you listened to? I listened to the one about May. Okay, mm. so you you listened to one out of five hundred. So Probably the, the one about May was one we did like the second year with our friends Manisha and Chris Lozier because their daughter May was diagnosed with Kawasaki syndrome, which was on a Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. episode. Absolutely, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it just all scary. comes back to Grey's. Just to piece it together, and <laughs> yeah, May is Skylar's best friend, so she listened to that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
What did I ask her? I forgot. How many have you watched? Oh, yeah. I listened to my bad. I mean, Cameron, how many have you listened to? Okay. I think I've listened to three, but not all of the third one. Okay, so I listened to the one about May, mm-hmm. and I love that one because, I mean, I'm Minisha and Chris were on it, so that was good. But um, uh, <laughs> also, let's, let's see. The one I, you were on. I, well, yeah, but I was, like, in that one. I didn't listen to it, but, uh, well, I guess I did. But uh, the second one was the one with Frank where he was Santa. <laughs> one of our best. That was a long that was one. A terrible one. I remember that one. Yes. Santa? And then one what? about Mother's Day where Gigi and oh, yeah. Grandma Judy was on there. That's I right. To that okay. Um, last but not least, JC, how many of our 500 have you listened to, give or take? Um, three. And do you have any recollection of any? Of I, I know we all listened to Maze because we listened to that one in the car together when oh. we were going on a trip. Okay. I remember that. Which trip? And then I don't. We were in the car. I don't remember. Oh. And then I. And then Gigi's mm-hmm. and Grandma's. And then I think I don't remember the last one. Do you I, guys I watch snippets of each? Listen to snippets. Of do you guys one. think you're going to listen to our podcast when your parents or no, or if your parents? Yes, perhaps. Why can't I just call you though? So it'll be easier. <laughs> Maybe kidding. we're going to be busy or in Italy or something, right? Why are we going to be in Italy? <laughs> yeah, and more know. importantly, Actually, why aren't you taking us? We're going to be us? in the camper. We're gonna go. We're gonna go camping. Mom likes trailers. Mom, mom loves that idea. <laughs> Are you guys being sarcastic? No, Ken, no not at all. Answer that one. Why? Why wouldn't we want to go camping together as a family? Uh, okay, Kathy's we do go that. camping. We do family camp at the end of every <laughs> summer. That is though. too. Why <laughs> we're is in it, cabins? That's when the school starts. Also. Why is it called family camp if it's not camping? <laughs> we're in lodges, so like it's. It doesn't really count. There is running water, and people are happy. <laughs> um, I'm forget- okay. Was that a smart Alec? This fake is kind of funny. Laugh? Um, Can I be so, like yeah. that? So I, I don't know. Maybe we'll answer your questions, but don't you think you're going to think that you know it all by the time you start a family, or no? Probably not. No one can know it all. Cameron says she didn't want to be a parent. Well, when did I say that? Like a little bit ago. Oh. I don't know. I could have said it. We'll give you space to change your mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I changed it now. I wasn't sure I was going to do. I, I mean, I kind of thought I was going to be a parent, but I didn't know for sure until I was like 29. Yeah. So you guys have some time. I'm like 14. So <laughs> I knew okay. when I was like six years old. I'm 11 I and I already know. You do? I already know. Well, I, I'm not. I don't know for sure, but. Right. How, but do you like have an idea like you want to have one kid or two kids or. Two. Two. Boys, girls. What's going one on? One boy and one girl. Okay. And what about you, Cammy? You don't know? Uh, no, I'm not really sure. And then Bird? I do know. Or JC? Oh, yeah, I want to be a mom. Okay. Um, so this leads into my the only question that we have prepared for this show. And this is the only thing I gave you guys an idea of the question that was coming, which is what do you guys think that parents need to know? The, most of the people who listen are parents. And from your point of view... 11, 14, and 16, what do parents need to know about being a good parent? Anybody can go first. I'll go first. Um, One thing I'd say about parents is that, okay, first, parents sometimes think, like, that they know it all, like, what's been going on with kids these days, and I think a way you can learn a lot more about your child is honestly just listening. Like, don't just assume what they're feeling or don't assume, like, what kind of day they had at school just honestly ask them and if they don't answer they will at some point like just be trying once doesn't mean it's gonna 
be that way forever. So my question is, Mm -hmm. when you or any other kid, and this is Cameron talking, Mm -hmm. by the way, or this is Kathy, but Cameron's the one saying (laughs) Cameron sounds a little bit older. So when you do have a bad day, because this is always the question, Cameron, like Todd and I get the same questions over and over. So they will say, my kid comes home and I say, how was your day? And a lot of times parents aren't super creative in how they ask the question. They're just kind of want a rote response of good, fine. And then that makes the parent feel good. Mm -hmm. But say you come home and I... Or, you know, a parent says, how was your day? And you just say, fine. Or, so basically there's no information. Mm-hmm. Or you say, it was a bad day. What then can the parent do to support? Um, Say, do you want to talk to me about it? Like, don't make it like, oh, tell me about what happened. Like, just mm-hmm. have a question. Like, make it an open option. And that's going to make it easier for the kid to answer because if they feel like, oh, they have to say something, they're going to sugarcoat it, which is what I do a lot. Just because, like, it's harder to get into the details because that means you have to tell everyone's full backstory. And it's just, it's kind of tiring living through something, again, that you really don't always want to talk about. But it does feel good, which takes a while to figure out as a kid, like, to get, like, a bad feeling or a bad memory of what happened out into the open with your parents. So if you had a bad day at school and I said, um, how was your day? Or it seems like something's bothering you. How likely is it that you will tell me everything or yeah, me personally? Yes. You, um, it kind of depends how bad it is because I, I don't think I've ever told the entire story to a parent, but I can like, you kind of got to get little snippets and try to piece it together by yourselves. But um, I get, I'd say 50% of the time, maybe I do tell you a little bit. I think mama, Kathy, gets to uh, gets the response a little bit more than dad. Sometimes. Maybe. Well, and I was going to say, you know, you just said about that we get, we don't get the entire story. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm saying this for parents. We don't really need the entire story. Like a, a lot of times as parents, we can get too over-involved when really, even if you explained every detail, there's no way we would be able to completely relate to your experience. Mm-hmm. Like if you guys told me every single thing, there's no way I could be like, oh, I know exactly how you're feeling because I don't. So the advice or what we you know, talk to parents about all the time is don't try to involve yourself in such a way that you then take over and tell them what to do. Just kind of be like a bystander, listen, support, love them, um, tell them it's going to be okay because, hey, you guys, just all three of you, look at me. It's going to be okay. Everything is. Do you know what I mean? But even if somebody's mean to them at school, it's still going to be okay, sweetie. Yeah, eventually. And they, they're they all old enough that they've had experiences like this now. You know, when you're having the first experience where your child's being hurt or someone's hurting them or they have a disappointment, it's really hard because you as a parent have to get through it too, you know? like. But um, so how about JC? What do parents need to what hear right now? What do parents right need now? to hear right now? <laughs> um, I feel like they need to, when they want to talk to their kid, they need to ask them about what they're interested in, I feel like. Mm. Like, personally, for me, I like when you guys ask about something I'm really interested, like music, you know, like today you liked, you listen to some of my music Mm. and it was, or they're, um, ask about like a show they're watching or a movie or a book. Like if they enjoy, if they enjoy talking about it, then they'll want to share more about it. I feel like. Yeah. We we could talk about how dumb Grey's Anatomy is. That'd Mm. be great. Jace, what if, (laughs) what if the parent 
tells you about scary movies they watch. Yeah. Oh, Sometimes like the parent me. likes to share their scary stories because they yeah. can't keep it in. Well, no. So, but what's funny is that the scary stories that you guys are sometimes telling or the scary movies you guys watch, like when kids watch it these days, they're like fine. Which is a well, this one, but, she but t- not the one okay. I watched. <laughs> which one? So the oh, other no. night I was going to bed and I really wanted to watch Big Little Lies. Oh, right. But, but it, it's not out but yet. There, well, there was only one out I and I had seen it already. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, what's similar to this? And what was similar was sharper, what was sharp it called? Object. Sharp objects. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say sharper edges. <laughs> sharp objects. And I was like, okay, Amy Adams, you know, Patricia Clarkson, I can do this. And I was really excited. And I watched the first one and it was like really creepy and dark. Um, but I was like, I'm going to watch the next one. And then I kept watching it. It was so scary. And I only got to like number three or four. I didn't watch the whole thing. I, I read about what happened. So I knew the end because I tend to do that. Yeah. Like with yeah. us. Like with us. I guessed what's the ending of us. I know. Don't say anything. Don't, can't say I will. I will. Don't tell people. Tell of course. But anyway, so the next day, JC and I were sitting outside and I was like, JC, can I tell you about this show? And I just like dumped all she this. She told me the whole thing. The whole thing. And I'm like, do you want to know the end? So I guess my point is that is it just it's, as good if I share my yeah. interests with you? As, especially if it's like if you're talking about interests that are similar to mine, like, you know what I mean? Like movies, obviously. And you share your own personal thing. I feel like it's more interesting. It's kind of like when I share my love of Pink Floyd. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a little different. It, that's fine. Dad. But like. When you play the music, it's it. Sorry, it's a you can only keep us occupied for not yeah. Do you uh, like not for Flo- nineteen minutes? Do you like Pink Floyd, Skylar? I've heard of them. I don't think I've listened to any of their songs. Shine on your crazy diamond. Oh, that, that was, was them? by them. Yeah. Wow, they're great. Yes. See, <laughs> she's coming around. No. What I was do you being mean, sarcastic. No? Oh well, wait. What's wrong with Shine on Your Crazy Diamond? It's like 15 minutes long. It's mm, more than... It's actually more than that. Yeah. And those are, it's I don't just think there's any words. And they don't sing for like five minutes. <laughs> there's and they sing ten minutes. five words. Yeah, there's words. I think okay. you should give us a sample, uh, yeah. Dad. Yes, <laughs> Dad. Yeah, you guys don't tell it. He's got the board. He can do that, so oh. don't let him. Oh, no. So, Skylar, what is it from an 11-year-old perspective that you think parents should know? Um... To be patient, because when I come home and I've had a bad day, sometimes I just want to cry or I want to be alone. I don't want to talk about it yet, but I usually always end up doing it once I have space. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and my two cents on that is a lot of times you guys will come home and something will be bothering you and mom will be either in the basement or at the library. And the first thing you guys say is, where's mom? And I just think that's interesting. I uh, ask where's dad. When do you ask where's dad? Mom, I ask you where ask dad where's is all dad. the time. She does. She, she does. does. She does. Do you ask where's dad when something's bothering you or when or when you want to go play something? Um <laughs> <laughs> I always end up telling you everything. That's true. That's true. I told you first with one of the things. Do you want to share what that thing no. is? Or that's private. No. No. Okay, fair enough. No. (laughs) Um, So I don't have many questions. We're going to just let this unfold. But one of them is, you know, and I don't want to say rules. We're not like big into rules in the house. But what rules or structure that me and mom have for you guys do you think are unnecessary? Okay. Um, no food oh, upstairs. I, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. No food that's, upstairs that's cool. is but very that's, unnecessary. I've been popcorn up, and you oh, haven't Cameron, cared. So. I don't think you're supposed to say but that. But what about bugs? You guys, the bugs. I don't bring there them are no in. bugs in my room. 
Okay, so it's not my fault. <laughs> I, you know, when you guys are sick or whatever, you know, when you're in bed, I bring, you know, you can eat up there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the reason that we have that rule is there's a few things. Number one, so we eat together. Mm-hmm. We love each Cameron. other. Yeah. Yes, together. <laughs> That's the first thing. And then the second thing is, is that food is like a kitchen main floor thing. <laughs> like, if you have food in your bed, that's kind of gross. I take kinda, it yeah. Like, I don't leave any of it. Like, Cameron, I, yes, you do. I carrot. How do you leave carrots? There's, like, so many smoothies in the bathroom you don't even know. But there's none anymore because school ended. So I have none anymore. In, like, three weeks. I know, but you tend to leave it up there. Which I think is... But I take it down. Not always. Like three no, weeks no, later. We no, we take it down. Make, no. I, I end up taking it down. So no food upstairs. Okay. Give me some something else that is an well, unnecessary rule that we have. You don't really have many. I was going to say, because I, I, I feel like you're really lenient. Yeah. And if, yeah. And if we have a problem, we'll obviously compromise. And sometimes it's like, no, it needs to be this way. And we like, we'll slowly understand why. But I feel like based off like my own friends, you're pretty lenient in most things and are you grateful for that or oh yeah for sure do you are there Mm -hmm. times when you're like oh i wish they would drop the hammer a little bit more oh no sometimes i I feel bad that it's i'm so free because like like almost every one of my friends has like been grounded or something well something like that but like based on since i've like been out way more because of like summer and because of like my license and stuff like my friends like especially curfew and stuff is very like strict mm-hmm. and um who they're hanging out with is really strict and i just like i almost like feel bad i have so much freedom but it's not but i'm like happy i still have it you know what i mean well it, the curfew thing you still have though oh yeah it's just i mm-hmm. like if i'm like a mi- like five minutes late it's not that big of a deal like sometimes if they're just like a minute or two late it's like a huge deal to, right i kind of like feel we like- still have curfew and we still have how many you know people in the car like i still have those rules that are, i just do have to obey by but they're just very, like, they'll have punishment if they don't do what they're supposed to. Like, I try to keep you updated more than usual. I'm not, like, great at that. But if they don't keep their parents updated, then they won't be able to go out. You know what I mean? Correct. Like, there will be, like, a consequence. Yeah, a consequence. And, you know, for all of you, because, as JC just said, because she's 16, she's had more flexibility going out. Mm-hmm. My issue is less about the rule and more about, because, really, what's the reason for a rule? The reason is so I know where you are and right. so you're safe. So if JC's like, you know, I said I would be home at 1045. I'm on my way. I'm dropping off, blah, blah, blah. I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Then what's it's the fine. reason to punish? If right. you're mm-hmm. like, I may say to you, hey, next time leave at 1030. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're not, you know, running behind. Um, but for all of you, that's kind of the key, especially when not even when you just with the car. But, you know, if you tell me you're going to be home at a certain time or you tell your dad, that's the expectation. Yeah. And if that's not going to happen, I would much rather you call and explain to me why or text me. And then I know. Yeah. Then I'm not worried. Then you're not worried exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, that's that really sense. the key. So how many times have you guys been grounded? Zero. Never. I've been close, but not. You guys have Wait, just talked to us. Close? Uh, I was when I was younger. <laughs> I oh, was at was the when... O'Keefe's house. I remember. Do you remember that? that? I do. Because you were like, yeah, I, I almost got grounded. I was like, what? Because I... I don't think I've ever like been punished or anything like that. Like, just timeouts. So, I've never had a timeout. <laughs> so, and we'll get to timeouts, timeouts in a second. Um, and there's no right way to parent. So that's the first thing I want to yeah. say. But there's a lot of parents are that are probably hearing that saying, oh my gosh, how can you not really ground your kids when they misbehave or 
when they, you know, say you're four years old and you don't get a timeout. We we did timeouts a little bit with JC. I don't know mm, how I never many. got a timeout. I don't know. I if got timeouts. How did you not get no, any No, I was going to say, all of you had, we just didn't always call them timeouts. Yeah. You guys, we had like different language. language. What do we call this? them? Like, I would say you need to go sit down or you guys are going to mm-hmm. go into different rooms. Do you remember the different oh, rooms? I remember thing? like, can you just, uh, like. Maybe I don't. I want to say go upstairs because we didn't have an upstairs at the time. But go in your room. It was, it was go, go in your, in your room. room. Just like calm down. It wasn't like oh, this is to punish you. It's this is to help the situation. Which I think is what has happened a lot when we're talking about behavior and boundaries with kids. Is we have a lot of times parents jump to I'm going to punish you versus what can we learn from right. this situation mm-hmm. and or how do I teach you a real life way. To like say you're so, you know, I always say that the three of you are learning about society from each other. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do if someone annoys you? What do you do if someone takes something from you? How do you handle it when other people are getting attention? You're learning this as siblings. You know what I mean? You're kind of like each other's test cases. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I want to give you real life situations. Like, you know, I, I know, I know I've done it with Skylar too, but Jason Cameron, a lot when you guys shared a room, I would sit you down and say, okay, explain what you really are angry about with each other. Do you remember how I'd be like, and then JC, you'd be like, she doesn't let me borrow a skirt. And Cameron would be like, that's because it's mine. And mom's, you know, you said I didn't have to let her borrow things that are mine. But then we'd keep kind of talking about it. Do you remember these kind of conversations? And then JC would be like, I just want to feel like things are fair. Mm -hmm. Or you would be like, I just want to spend time with you. Mm -hmm. And Cameron's like, well, I just need to spend time alone. You know, I don't know. I'm like doing yeah. all the talking here, but do you guys remember those? Yeah, yeah, I do. I remember the skirt mostly, like a lot. I remember the that specific skirt. day because we were leaving, and I remember that uh, JC wanted a skirt, and she always let me borrow stuff as a kid. And I did not want her to leave it because I was just afraid that I would need it. Mostly, it wasn't like to keep things from her, but I feel like that's how it was being viewed. And I remember specifically that talk. I think mm-hmm. if that's what you were talking. Um, so staying on the same topic, but just like asking it a little bit different way. So the question was, what rules or structures do you think are unnecessary? So we talked a little bit about curfew and things like Mm -hmm. that, but what about like, um, technology? Like what, what rules do we have? And are you guys on board with it? What are your thoughts? Cause a lot of parents struggle with, and including me, by the way, of how much tech, um, we kind of allow you guys, are we too loose? Are we too tight? What do you guys think? Do you want to go? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I feel like we should be doing less technology. That's, <laughs> I, I feel like there aren't that as much rules for technology and there should be. Mm. Okay. Well, starting today. Okay. So, we'll with some so maybe not. So Skyler, I have a question in the summer. Or just mm. always. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good... Because summer, yeah, I agree with you. There's been mm-hmm. more tech. And even not only girls, have has there been more tech because you're not at school? We've been out for about two weeks, for those of you who are wondering when we're, when we are, you know, where we are in the summer. And, but we also at night, we've been watching movies together. Yeah. So right. there's been yeah. tech to tech. So during the school year, Skylar, do you feel like there's no. too much tech? No. Not at all. Not in the school year. Well, I feel like for me personally, I just didn't have time to do it, especially like first semester. But it's like it was a lot of work. And then it was nice to like be in bed and then be able to for like, I don't know, like 30 minutes before you like go to sleep. Because especially in the school year, 
all three of us are usually super, super, super busy. But then the summer, especially the first two weeks now, because it was like a harder end of the school year. So then I wanted to relax way more. But now I'm happy about camp so then I can like be away for a while. So, Jace, I have a question for you as long as we're talking about studying, because this has come up a lot with parents. Now, yeah. you, when you study, mm-hmm. we've talked about this on the show, you study downstairs in the kitchen at the counter where everybody is. Yeah. So, first of all, you're around everybody by choice. I think that's weird. Todd does, but I understand mm-hmm. that. Um, the second thing you do is you listen to music while you study, and a lot of yeah. parents don't and I'm going to say let or allow, Mm. or they prefer their children don't. So Mm. why does listening to music help you study? Can you help some parents understand? Um, Well, it's basically if I'm reading, it's hard at first, but if I'm doing like math or if I'm doing like a chem problem, like if it's something like that, I don't have to like use comprehension with. It's really nice because kind of it's a weird thing because I, I'm not just focusing on that. It's like zones me out of everyone else, even though I want to be with everyone, you know what I mean? And it helps me think, I guess, and not think about what's going on everywhere else. And I just like get through it, I feel like, quicker if I'm not just like listening to everyone else's conversation. But don't you think, and I'm kind of like tongue in cheek here, but don't you think you get done more in your room without distractions, without music, than in the kitchen with music? Yes. But I feel really, like, isolated. And is there a race? Like, why does she need to get done faster? Because you need to be, uh, I'm addicted to productivity. So Yeah, and I still get stuff done. Like, if I really need to, I'll, like, especially around finals, you know, I'll go down here if I need to. Because if I have my phone with me, I know I won't be doing a lot. But if I really need to get stuff done, I'll put it away. But usually I keep up with my schoolwork so I don't have to do that as often. Cameron, remember the good old days when we used to have that device that shut down all tech circle? after a certain... You, you yeah. shut down the circle. Wi-Fi. It didn't that shut down. That was the best. No, and then we could still play games. Didn't work. That, that app was... <laughs> that was that was a crazy app because I would be on Instagram for like two minutes <laughs> and it would say I had been on there for like 15. So I don't think it worked. And it was... It was actually a bit scary. I always remember I'm like, don't shut off the Wi-Fi because I knew exactly when it started because Netflix always... Uh, starts loading in the middle of an episode and that's when you mm. know yeah. the wi-fi that's is a- over because that would <laughs> the wi-fi is over for yeah. the day so um <laughs> cameron i'll ask you this question and then um sky i'll go to you because you guys have different devices mm-hmm. like uh so just so everybody knows listening jc and cameron have phones skylar yep. does not have a phone yet um but cameron can you kind of explain the rules of our house with tech Okay, so I'd say we've been a lot more lax this year, mostly because we've just had so many things going on. Like they're all they're, especially with you, yeah. Because cause, of, oh my god, the, my the first half of my year, I was lucky to get through maybe like one TV show in every three days or something. And now I'm a bit more okay. I can get through this because I don't have a lot going on. But I was very busy during the school year, and the rules were always like, oh, maybe if you've been on up in your room for like four hours and you haven't like come out it's usually means you're on tech so usually like just take a break like it's not like Mm. oh you have to be done for the entire day I don't want to see you on your phone again it's just like take breaks in between which is a lot like less scary because like I honestly enjoy tv shows so much and whenever like uh you guys used to do this but not too much anymore like you're you're like no more tech for the day 
I used to get like really angry. So I'm glad we're kind of like a little bit more lax and we're a little bit more busy where we don't have to do that as much anymore. Another rule with tech though is that we can't plug our phones in our room, which mm. I think is a good a good rule. It kind of sucks when like I'm on a group chat and I'm trying to go to bed and I, like I want to keep texting, but I know I should probably plug it in. So it's a little bit limiting but like I'm glad it does that almost so like I can see where the boundaries are and where I'm different from uh the my other friends like how their families are different from that and how they probably stay up till like one my friends literally tell me I I stay up till one on my phone in my room and I'm glad I don't do that so that probably helps me a lot just not plugging it in yeah you get some sleep Mm -hmm. right that's kind of the goal and then Sky you don't have a phone but you got a chromebook last year so what are and you know a lot of your rules i feel like are self-imposed so what what rules do you put on yourself (laughs) if uh if i'm watching tv and my eyes start getting tired i have to leave and go outside and take i call it a brain break for like at least like 15 or 20 minutes or if i want to stay longer so i kind of do that myself why do you do that do you just because I don't. hate the feeling where I'm watching for like two hours and it's so hard to like get out of bed mm. and like actually do something for the first time. Does that happen to you too, guys, when you sure. watch? No. <laughs> oh, that was a leading question mm-hmm. I think. Um, going back to um, Skylar, I was going to ask something about her shows and then you go, you're good at going outside. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, Cam- like we said, Cameron, um, or excuse me, JC is 16, Cameron is 14, and Skyler is 11. So she's always been a few more years behind them. Uh, JC and Cameron used to share a room. Um, Skyler had her own. So I feel like you had to kind of develop your own outside play and imagination. I mean, the other, mm-hmm. you two have it too, but mm-hmm. I feel like she's spent more time alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they grew up. Right when I started to want to play with them. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. Nice job, guys. Mm-hmm. My bad. Um, homework. What rules do you guys have? We already did homework. We did? Yeah, we, we did talked studying. about studying. Yeah. And I have no homework, so. Yeah. Okay. She's, I wouldn't. Um, and you guys may have answered some of these, but what, so we talked about, we started with what rules are unnecessary and what rules are you glad that you have? I don't think any rules are that fun, but I mean, <laughs> like, it's not like, oh, I'm so amazed and I'm like, I don't know what I'd do without this rule or anything like that. But <laughs> Same. Maybe some rules that are probably for the better. Uh, I guess that would, I don't know. There are a lot of rules that are good for the better, but maybe, I don't know. If anybody has I'm, oh, I'm really yeah. glad we get to plug in our phones. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a really important. That's like mandatory. Mm-hmm. I know you're not, but I just, I just think. Like, it's so much easier because I'm like, I really want to go to sleep, and now I don't even have to hear it anymore. What would you say to parents that hear that, you know, JC described us as a little bit more lenient, and there's some parents out there that would be like, um, no, you have to be hard and fast, and you got to, like, you know, if they're a minute late, then then we're teaching them that it's okay to be late, and I just wonder if you have any input on parents that are really i mean hold on a little bit tighter than what we do um how 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 is it possible that you guys are you know good human beings while at the same time uh being a little bit more lenient from a parenting perspective or share like what your friends 
um, may say, or people you know what challenges them when it comes to the parenting they receive? Mm-hmm. Like what kind of feedback do you hear from your friends that maybe they're not feeling understood? So you don't have to focus on us as much as like what things do you hear about? Um, I'd say with uh, with parents and like they're saying if they're a minute late, they're like they can't have their phone for the rest of the day or like really hard, which is a a way to parent, like, it probably teaches your kids in the long run um, maybe some things that p- parents who are more lenient kind of miss. But when you do that, your kids are just going to push back. Like, maybe in the long mm-hmm. run they'll be like, oh, maybe that was better for me. But if you want to focus on the relationship you have with them right now, maybe you have to be a little bit softer with that stuff and maybe explain to them another way. Like, you don't have to completely forget about everything. You can still have rules and whatever you want. It's just if you are really that, like, like one minute late kind of person, maybe you have to start thinking about another way you can do it. Do you think some good things can happen when somebody got grounded because, you know, JC's 16, I'm sure she's probably seeing some kids that are making not so great decisions. Grounding probably is not such a bad idea depending on what's going on, right? Or no? I mean, like, I guess, because... It depends on what they're doing. You know what I mean? Because usually, I don't know. I don't feel like people get caught very often. Kids are pretty clever, aren't they? They're pretty good at hiding things. Well, and here's the bottom line with all three of you is, and you hear this from me all the time, is that if you give me reasons to not trust you or you lie or you don't tell me where you are or... You know what I mean? Like then there, it's not that, okay, then we're going to start grounding, but then we have a different conversation that we have to have. Like we have to yeah, figure out pretty, like... because usually there's a reason why a kid is lying, right? right. Like there's a reason if you, if they're completely lying about something, then there is something. And again, I also at the same time, and this is more, I guess for JC, cause she's the oldest, like, you know, there's parts of your lives that are part that are your lives that you notice I don't even ask about very often because it's your life. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's your life and I'm worried about your um, overall like well-being, like, and again, I know you guys will get embarrassed by this, but I do like we do talk about sex and relationships and healthy relationships a lot in this family, and they're kind of well, just Skyler's cringing. Well, at not me. really me. Um, well, we have talked about. The Sky body. I was gonna say, there's <laughs> like when you say when you say not really. Is there something I haven't talked to you about that you're ready to hear? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, but as far as your age and where your development is, do you feel like you understand what's happening? I feel like I'm a few years ahead. <laughs> okay, well oh, yeah. then you do we, hear uh-huh. about everything. So, so but and then but then you two also, you know that these are conversations that can be had with your dad and I. Because a lot of parents will be sure. like, I try to, you know, I try to have these conversations with my kids about sex or drugs or alcohol or whatever. And they're like, they just shut down. And I honestly, at this moment, like, what would you say to those parents if they're, if the kids are shut down when they try to have a an honest, healthy conversation about sexuality or something or drugs or alcohol or whatever vaping Mm -hmm. i'd say to parents who think their kids just shut down just because they're not interested in what you're talking about doesn't mean they're not listening like maybe they don't feel comfortable having the conversation with you and maybe you have to work out maybe someone else who can talk to them about it that like they are comfortable with but honestly 
even when I was like really young and I like put a pillow over my head and I was just like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> I it did. I still um, got met with information. Like it's not that you, no one can completely turn off like, oh, I'm not hearing this. I'm not I'm not going to take in the information like you can't do that. It's not possible. So uh, even parents either maybe a li- not a little bit of force, just like just kind of just say it and the parent the kids will still take it in keep talking yeah keep talking don't stop every time they're the kids smirk smirk or cringe or anything but i try to um i said (laughs) to parents like keep your lectures to 30 seconds or less yeah that's what i was gonna say but i feel like what's the balance between that because what you just said cameron is you know keep nudging it a little bit but Mm -hmm. at the same time don't kids tune out pretty quick when it's like okay everybody Let's sit down and have a talk about sexuality, drugs, or drunk driving, or something yeah. like that. Don't you guys like shut down quick? Or Parents no? don't have no. to be that blatant. Like they can't be like, "Okay, we're gonna have a conversation about this." Maybe work it into a conversation. Be creative. Yeah. Be creative. Yeah, I was gonna say when it comes up, then you should probably talk about it. Yeah. Don't just like yell down, "Hey guys, we're gonna talk about this" because we won't leave our rooms. <laughs> but you yeah. won't show up What's for that. We won't show up. Well, and don't you feel this is so something maybe. that that. When I I don't know if we talk about this this much uh, on the show, but when I'm with parents, I remind them that they have some amnesia about being your age. Mm-hmm. That a lot of times parents, For the sure. expectation of kids your age, all of your age, is that you know you're gonna always get A's and you're gonna always show up and you're never gonna have an yeah. issue and you're never gonna try anything. And that we have to, as parents, remember our experience. And some parents, that's what scares them. Because, because they, they remember, have, yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like it's also, we're the first, not, we're not the first, but we're like the first uh, generation to, I guess, have, you see it 24-7, you know what I mean? Based on technology, you know what I mean? So when you say like, see it 24-7, explain what that means. Like, you uh, see what everyone's doing all the time. And as much as parents want to relate to that, they necessarily can't, especially at, like, her age, you know what I mean? Like... When we go, when we were in Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. The girl next door to our cousin's house had a phone when she was six. Mm-hmm. And she like saw what everyone was doing mm-hmm. at like that young age. And when you were six, you didn't know what anyone else was doing. You had to go and ask and literally see. And we get to see whenever we want, wherever we are. So when we're there, we're like, that's more pressure. That's more like, oh, I should be doing that. That's more mm-hmm. like, I feel left out. That's more... Yeah, like I, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. One huge difference is when I was a, when I was your age. If there was a party and I didn't get invited, I probably would not have figured out that I wasn't invited. Yeah, exactly. And now that's not a possibility. No, if it's like it happened two nights ago. Like someone sent one picture to one person, and in two seconds they texted us and were like, "Oh, why are we not there?" Mm. In like mm. one second, and you know, you're just like, you know, you gotta. I don't know, figure out a solution. So there's pressure on both sides of that. Number one, not only are you experiencing maybe not being invited to a party or not being invited to something, but if you are going to have a get together, you have to be really thoughtful. You do, because like they're going to see it. Like it does not matter how many times you say, oh, please don't post this on Instagram. Please don't do this on Snapchat. They'll find out. They're going to do it. Like someone will find out. And it's not like you don't have to post it. Like someone's going to tell them. Yeah. It's, It's also like, literally someone's telling them instead of because people are like please don't post that please don't post that and they're like oh i didn't post it but i can still go tell them Mm -hmm. so on that note and skylar i know you just went through dare 
Can you tell everyone Sky, what dare is? Like dare? Oh, dare, dare was so awesome. What does dare stand for? I, I, the first one stands for drugs, but I forgot the rest. Well, it's something about drugs something and alcohol. Drugs. Right? Mm-hmm. Alcohol. Um, so what's my, the R and the E? Yeah, Todd, look that up. Religious ed. No, no it's not. It's no. in the public school. R E is literally ed. what it stands for, though. But so anyway, let me ask this question, girls. My in and Sky, you may have some info about this too, going into middle school. But um, so, girls, vaping is pretty typical. Yes. Yes. And when I say typical, I don't mean that everybody, every single person is doing it, but you see it. Yeah. I don't, I don't really see it in my school per se, just because I'm in middle school and like, that's literally a place where sixth graders are, but you see it on Snapchat. Like everyone's like bragging about it. Cause like, it's, it's not like a thing, like you're cool, but like everyone's kind of surprised by it. So I guess people sometimes want that reaction. Okay. But that's just an eighth grader, but I can't even imagine the high school experience. Did you guys ever listen to the Duffy podcast I told you to listen to? Yes. I, I Cameron? Don't... Cameron. I, 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 I didn't, but... Um, I think I did. I, I don't. There's a good podcast. I'll put it in the show notes. You I don't know. have a phone. I couldn't have listened to it. I, I Podcasts, I have very limited... Um, what is it called? Uh, attention. Because I like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like seeing things like... I don't. Like I don't scenes. like just a movie. Um, all right, so I want to talk about our partner of the week, Wellcome, um, and we've been talking about them for a few weeks, sweetie. And I'm going to tell you something you know, and then maybe something the, that you don't know. You do know that there's no pesticide or natural solution that can harm or kill nits. Did you know that? I did. You did. Okay. Um, and you know what nits are? Yeah. What are they? They're the uh, eggs of the lice. Yeah. Very good. Um, so wet combing is all about interrupting the life cycle of the lice. Did you ever wet comb? Yeah, you. that's how you have to get the eggs out. To kill the lice, you got to remove them. And you got to remove the nits that prevents them from hatching and continuing the infant's infestation. Yikes, sounds really serious. Um, to use the wet combing method for lice and nit removal, all you need is three things. You ready? Yep. Water, because what happens when your hair gets wet? It's more slippery. Lice freeze. They they don't they don't like to move when the when the oh. hair gets wet, uh, making it easier to capture and remove them. Conditioner to lubricate the hair and make it much easier to comb through, and a wellcomb to physically comb out lice and nits. So here's what you need to do: go to wellcomb.com to learn more, or you can go to the local Dollar General to purchase a Dollar General lice and nit removal kit, which includes the wellcomb. So I'm all over the board here, but, and I honestly, so there's something that we have in Elmhurst called Power School, and it's the ability for parents to kind of see how their kids are doing. And I don't think I've ever looked at it, and I have friends that- (laughs) They get to see their grades. Yeah, I have friends that don't- Oh, Power School, yeah, I forgot. I have friends that either don't believe me, or they think I'm insane. And I'm not saying that- So what are your guys' thoughts about- mine and mom's engagement in your grade. Or how about instead of focusing on us, what are your thoughts about power school? Is it helpful to you? And Skyler, you know you're on power school now, right? Yeah, I've I've seen I've seen uh, me me on there a few times, but I never really want to look. I know. So you I'll show you how to do that later if you want to. But like Mm -hmm. JC Cameron, do you guys look like on your phones and stuff? I used to like a lot because I was very proud of my grades. But this Mm -hmm. year I had a tough teacher and I was like almost scared to look onto it and it's really stressful because like people can get onto it so easily when I've literally seen someone like get a password or like a username uh 
of their power school and everyone just looks at it or something like that. And like, like my sisters can see all my grades now because we share the same account. Like if Mm -hmm. you use the family password and it's also for kids whose parents are very, very strict about grades. It's really scary. And I, I've never really felt that because it, like you guys don't usually care as long as I'm doing the best I can. I'm not like flunking all my classes, but I, I can't even imagine how people who like are expected to get A's and A's and A's feel if they have one bad test or something. If I pushed you guys harder and I was like, I'm power school every day. Do you think that I could successfully make sure you get straight A's all the time? No, I would say. Would your, would your grades be better if I was like totally hounding you? Definitely. Uh, maybe. Probably. So why isn't that a good idea? Because, because then we're not happy about working. Yeah. And we're then not we're not, like, I guess we'd still be, we wouldn't be as proud because then, like, we wouldn't be like, oh, I worked for this. It's like, dad and I worked for this grade instead of mine. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, it's interesting, JC, that you would say definitely your grades would be better because well, <laughs> this semester you got the straight A's. Yes, but I work really, I work hard at things that... So then how would your grades be better if we pushed? I guess I, well, I'm, I'm more talking about tests and stuff okay. and studying oh. for sure. But the tests and studying lead <laughs> to the grade. So yes. no, I'm not trying to like catch you in something. I'm just really curious because I think sometimes we live by an old model in our heads. If we pushed you, you would do better. Yet look at all three of your grades. And I don't mean everything's been perfect. I just mean that even when you've had a struggle or a difficult teacher, your dad and I have maybe helped you maneuver through that or given you tips or whatever. But you've seemed to work it out. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Kids know how to work it out much better than adults. Like if (laughs) they're like, so why'd you get this grade? And you have to explain everything and they're just not going to understand. But there's parents out there that are listening saying, listen, if I let my kid do whatever he or she wants, this kid is going to get C's and D's or F's. Right. And that like those kids need the extra help because like ever since we were small, we still had like support from home. And sometimes they have like they've been pushing at them since they were in first grade. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. they've they've slowly given up on their own like mm. their own work ethic. How interesting. Yeah. So, How interesting. They've like been like I if I if I work hard and I get straight A's I'm still going to get pushed so why would I try? Mm. So have you observed that or have you heard For that? Sure. Like I guess well my I'm luckily in like a really good group of friends and everyone works really hard but I know a couple, I know some people that I've been like people's grades are all their parents care about and they're like like I don't I guess they just don't I don't know they they're like I can work it really hard and it still I guess wouldn't be enough mm-hmm. for some people I guess I haven't experienced it like firsthand but I can definitely see why kids don't try yeah because they either get too much support or they get not enough I guess not enough. I see more, but... Well, and we can kind of relate to you guys. Like, obviously, we used to be in school, so I can relate to your grade situation, but also, like, in a work situation, right, Todd? Like, if you have a boss who's, like, on your case all the time, then you're kind of like, why bother? Why bother, That's when right. you start cheating on tests and cutting corners just because right. it's about a the Right, a lot grade. of getting well, assignments yeah. from other people. Because I remember, I don't know which class, you had one of your harder classes in the fall, Jace, and I'm like, it doesn't really matter. How, like, we did, there's that... AP Gov test that you did, and um, yeah. I'm like, you know, so much more about the way that this government works than I do. And the reason I know that is because I quizzed you, and I'm like, I don't know any of these. And it doesn't matter if you get a 60 percent or a 98 percent. 
you're you know so it's about it's not about the result it's about the knowledge and it's as a kid that's really hard because i'm sure you guys are like what do i have to do to get do you guys and your ask performance your, is based upon your grade basically do, do you guys ask yourselves like what do i need to do to get an a in this class or a b or whatever grade you're trying to get or is it like man i hope i learn a lot about geometry this semester no because no. teachers don't care about the so, okay, some teachers, I should say. A lot of cute teachers don't care about the journey. They just care about the end result. Like, oh, Because that grade is showing how they've taught it. Yeah. So they need to be they good. They need mm. it to be like... Still, amazing. if you've learned, sometimes tests just like yeah. you get nervous and you forget everything you're thinking about mm -hmm. and you... It's not based on the teacher. It's just you're not a great test taker. Still, you still retain the information, yeah. but... In a test-taking setting, it's not as good. Though some teachers, I should say, if every single kid in the class like doesn't get a great grade, they sometimes have a hard time accepting that they might not be teaching it right or they should explore something else, and they start to blame the students, which is really, really hard. Because I've had that experience before, and when this teacher like blamed us and like yelled at us and was like, you guys have to get better at all this or whatever, or you're not as good as this class that I have. It's really discouraging. And it's really something that parents I'm sure have gone through in their lives, but kids don't want to talk about that. So I'd say if you really want to push your kid like to get better grades, that's, that's all you, but make sure you're not shaming them because mm. if they're getting shamed at home for the grades they get in at school for the people who are supposed to be teaching them and making them better, I wouldn't blame that student if they didn't get as good grades because if they're not getting the support they need, like they're just getting, you're not as good. And besides the grade, the emotional well-being of mm -hmm, that person. Definitely. And, oh, sorry, Tati. And Skyler, that's something I wanted to talk to you about because one thing that, um, not so much this year, but last year that was important to you was you really needed breaks during the day. Mm -hmm. And can you tell everybody how you managed your breaks, like who became your good friend at school in the <laughs> office? <laughs> so tell us about how you manage your emotional well-being. I made friends with the school nurse because I was there a lot. <clears throat> and um, uh, sometimes I would just say I had a headache. Would you have a headache to, or no? Sometimes I would. Sometimes I did not. And sometimes I'd just go there for like 10 minutes and then come back. And why did you do that? Because I just couldn't stay in my classroom any longer. It was just so hard for me to stay in there and stay still and like... It was just really hard not to, like, take a break sometimes. Were the hard moments in regards to just having to sit in school for seven hours? Was it about, you know, somebody hurt your feelings? It could have been both. Okay. And sometimes I did feel sick. It wasn't all faking <laughs> it. Yeah, well, and, you know, this is something we talk about on the show a lot, you guys, and I think we talk about this as a family, too, is you can be physically sick, but your emotions can also make you feel sick. Mm -hmm. And your mental well-being oh, yeah, affects sure. your grades. And your emotional well-being affects your relationships. So, we don't, we try not to differentiate between are you really sick versus how are you feeling? It's, yeah. do, if you don't have a temperature, I don't care. If you're mm -hmm. feeling, you know, there's a lot of like, if you're not hot, then yeah, you're not sick. If it's not physical, it's not real. Yes. But that's not true. Right. No. Meaning Todd's mm -hmm. giving that as an example, but right. we don't believe that. So I think For that sure. one thing that I was appreciated with Skylar, and I'll just say this into the microphone, just in case the nurse is listening, but <laughs> I think that the nurse knew you weren't sick, but she was lovely Some enough 
mm-hmm. to let you take a break. I'm glad she changed. And, and it was only for like 10 minutes. Right. It was so, and your teachers who have been really dear to you also were supportive in you because I really do think that kids can make it through the school day if we understand their emotional well-being. If we push them, push them, push them, I think the school day feels too daunting. Uh-huh, but this mm-hmm. year we actually could like ask our teacher, "Can I have a break?" and we actually could go in the hallway mm-hmm. and like take like 5 minutes. Thank you to that <clears throat> teacher, you know who you are. <laughs> um so um uh, how many mental a mental health day is something that I don't know if you made it up. I mean, there's, but there's times when you guys sure. feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You're not physically sick, but you're like, you know what? I'm just I'm I'm just totally completely exhausted. I can't make it to school today. My first question is, have you guys ever done that? And if so, how many times? Definitely. Um, I've, is it like once a year? Is it once? I every- did it once this year, but it was yeah. your guys' idea. So mm-hmm. I think I, I was, oh yeah, I was very confident. Like everyone knew that day. Like I wasn't, I wasn't sick. I did have a cold, but that was about it. I went in for a strep test. I wasn't sick at all, but uh, it was definitely very helpful to me because the fact that I thought I was going to school the next day on that Thursday, I was just totally. Mm, angry and then like sad because I still have to do it even though you're angry so it was not fun and if you give your kids like a, a mental health day they won't it like a lot of parents think oh if I give this my kid this they're gonna keep wanting it if you give them that there's a lot more trust I think and a lot more oh they gave me this okay I'm gonna work even harder now and that's sometimes what kids need Sky did you have any mental health days this year Probably. (laughs) But when I feel sad, I also do feel sick. Like Mm. it's not, I usually have like a headache or I get sick to my stomach. But I feel like there were were a few days where I just like needed to stay home because I just couldn't go to school that day. Mm. And I I remember, I'm trying to remember this year with you, Sky, but I think there was one day where like you stayed home in the morning and then we got you and there in the we afternoon. And then went to school in the afternoon. So sometimes it's just the discussion of, is this morning too hard for you? And can we, you know, go later? And then, JC, did you have any this year? Um, I don't think I had any, like, I stayed home because I was really overwhelmed because I tend to stay on top of, like, schoolwork and stuff. But I know a bunch of my friends were like, if I went to school that day, I would have maybe ended up in a physical, like, sickness. So it's almost like a preventative thing. Because if you, like, keep working and you're like, oh, I'll feel... Because most kids are like, that doesn't make sense because I'll feel more sick if I miss school. Because they're really nervous about missing more work. And if they miss more work, then they get more behind. But what they don't know is that it's just, like, good for your head instead of your teachers and your grades. So, Like, Jace, I won't use any names, don't worry, but I remember you told me about a friend who had a challenge. She had a breakup, and her mom allowed her to stay home. Oh, for sure. If she went to school, it would have been awful. And I just, when you told me that story, I was like, gosh, you know, God bless her. Like, because that's a really emotional, like, sometimes adults forget how deeply kids and teenagers feel feel. Mm -hmm, and when you have been in a relationship it doesn't matter if it's been a three months or a year or it in it's really hard to or if you've had a disappointment to face people to like and to have like a parent that's like yeah take a break I don't think 
I don't think we can understand how important that is. So I'm going to play devil's advocate. There may be a mom or a dad listening to this saying, hey. yes, but then we're teaching these kids that when things get tough, that they can just escape and go away and that they're going to do the same thing when they're 25 or 45, when they're working in a real job. And I just wonder mm-hmm. if you guys had any thoughts. Um, I'd say that if like they think that it's going to be a negative effect on their future, I'd very disagree with that because I think the more you build up your stress and the more that you're the more you're in pain the less mental health days you take it may go away in time like you may work it out and you never even had to miss school but it's still gonna be a part of you no matter what and that could carry over all to when you're 25 or 35 like it's it's the same thing as emotional baggage like that's how emotional baggage is literally built by not letting yourself just feel what you're feeling and then let it go but if you just hold on to it and you don't get a day that parents yeah. just can give you it's it just gets worse so yeah when you're young like your whole life is school and friends like that's mm-hmm. it so if one of them is going wrong then it's like your whole world is upside down and then once you get older, you learn to cope with things, and your one job isn't your whole life. Like it's your whole, it's your family, it's your, it's your friends, it's your, like your roommates, it's your, it's like everything, everything else. Instead of like when you're young, and you're like in that one relationship, or you're in this group of friends, like and something goes wrong, like you have nothing else to go back on. But like I guess when you're older, you learn how to deal with it. So let me shift gears real quick. Before you do, I want to say something to you girls, is what's been interesting from all three of you is sometimes dad and I aren't sure what to do, but we've just kind of been like, well, what do you think you should do? And all three of you have told us in different times, like, either I need to stay home or I need a break or I need, you know. And what we have found is that you guys really know what you need. And I don't always know where it's... But we don't want to say it Well, sometimes. But And and I, as a parent, don't know where it's going to land. Like, I'm thinking of some things, some choices, like... And Skylar, I'll focus on you for a second. Again, I won't get into the details, but, like, where we made some choices last summer where you were like, I need to do this or I don't want to do this anymore. And I was like, okay, I'm going to follow what you say. But then I'm like, I'm not quite sure how this is going to turn out. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But the interesting thing is is it turned out really well Mm -hmm. over time. You know, like, you know, friendships were saved and, you know, your emotional well-being, you know, you found new coping tools. So I think, and when I, because when I say to parents, trust what your kids are telling you, it may not make sense to you at first or you may not know where it will lead. But at least what I've learned from you guys is it's not, it seems to work itself out. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I know I'm talking really generally because your dad and I try not to talk about your personal lives on our show. Well, like Mm -hmm. with friends. Yeah. That's like really important. Mm -hmm. I feel like, like you don't have to know where it's going to go. You just know at that moment, like if you keep going, it'll probably not go well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, So let me switch gears. Um, So we have an oldest, we have a middle and we have a youngest. So Sky, I'm going to start with you. What is the worst part about being the youngest kid um sometimes i feel like left out or i feel like uh people like they underestimate what i do know or what i can do and i think that's it otherwise i really like being the youngest because i can learn from them mm. so the mm. best parts are <clears throat> that i can learn from my older sisters wow wow Better answer. I thought you were going to say, like, because we're easier on you than we were on 
J, you know, because you you watch movies that <laughs> JC probably didn't watch when she was your age. Mm-hmm. So you do get a little bit of. Yeah, we watched. What did we all watch the other night? And I was like, "Is this R? What were we watching? Boyhood. 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 We Boyhood. Yeah. It was great. It was a good movie. It was a great movie, wasn't it? Why didn't it win Best Picture? I don't know. It Let's was talk close. about it. Birdman ended. Up I know. Winning. I remember that moment. I was What's like, Birdman? And I remember what you said. You were like, <laughs> you, you were like, it. when are they ever going to make a movie that was yes. like that took twelve years to make? And I full heartedly agreed. I hadn't seen the movie. I didn't know what it was about. But just knowing that, I was just like, mm. this should have won. What about but, when we watched yeah. Goodwill Hunting on spring break and like every other word was an F word? Yeah. This guy loved that I one. I didn't <laughs> love that movie, gotta say. I it loved was that fine. movie. It so was good. Because uh, my whatever le- uh, person was in it. Well, the person I was named after. Oh, yeah, your name. Skylar. Yeah. I, I named Skylar oh, after. Um, or was it mom? No. Or was I. Named Skyler because <laughs> of the of character Skyler, <laughs> played by, by Mini Driver. Mini Driver. I know the stuff. In Goodwill <laughs> Hunting. So we but, wanted Skyler to see it, but there's a lot of f bombs in that show. Cameron, that was okay. I've watched a lot of movies with Cameron. Uh, worst part about being the middle kid. Um. Okay. So this is personally for me. I but I believe there's a lot of middle child people out there that agree with me. I think that when you're the middle child. The youngest sibling is always backed by the older one, mm-hmm. and yeah. you want to fight back, but that you, wasn't true in my birth family, by the way. I know that's why I said maybe, <laughs> but I have I have met a lot of people that this is their situation. But the oldest sibling is obviously the alpha. Like you cannot beat them until you're older than them, and you won't ever be older than them. JC, you win. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, like because every single time, it doesn't matter how stupid the point is. Sometimes I feel that. Skylar's always backed by Jason when the ar- argument mm. comes in. So that's probably the, my least favorite thing. What's the best? Best? Mm, okay. I don't really know because middle child, you kind of get the best of both worlds. So like the best thing about being a youngest child, uh, which would Skylar would say maybe learning from your older sisters. I still learn from JC, so I get that and, and you get to boss around Skylar. Well, no, because there's JC. No, because she no. will defend Skylar. That's the whole point. I know, but there's all, there's some. <laughs> not always. I was gonna say whenever you're not <laughs> home. Which is recently close. we've had discussions. Discussions, Cameron. Oh yeah, that's discussion. without the parents around. That yeah, was a great discussion. It was a great discussion. You left during it. Yeah, oh. Cameron. Cameron. We were fighting in front of people. Literally, and we I were was not. Uncomfortable. You were in Wait, front of me. What people and where were you? I it was <laughs> Teen and Maddie. Okay, and it was well, at you the, guys were in, in Las Vegas, house, and we were having a full fledged fight. And we, we were not fighting. We I were was talking. Fighting. We were. Arguing. We were arguing. We were talking and we were in the middle of a good conversation and then you just left. You're like, it wasn't oh a good God. conversation. And she still got the front seat. It w- <laughs> yeah, let's was talk it about, about it again. Seat? Sort it of. It wasn't even not about really. the Cameron's like, she needs to see punishment or else that's not nothing what I said. will change. That's not what I said. Yes, I said that said. she we needs to We haven't told you about it. this yet. Oh yeah, we, have to, we should have that discussion after. Okay. But that's uh, not what I said. Yeah. Let's do it right now. Yeah. I'm kidding. The reason I'm glad you guys, like this is real like you guys argue you guys fight obviously that you had some sweet moments in the first 45 minutes of this podcast <laughs> mm-hmm. but i just want to balance out like this is also who you are yeah mm-hmm. so arguing jc i love oh. arguing i know so what is your what's the least favorite part the your least favorite part about being um the least my least favorite part about being the oldest well i i have to make a mistake first and mm-hmm. I don't have someone else I can look up to, except I do. I have Maddie. 
Maddie's like my older sister. But I like, I don't, I have to go through everything first. And like I, de- I, and you guys don't know what's gonna happen with me ever, mm-hmm. and that's not a problem because you don't. How are you supposed to know? We're going at the same time, but with Sky, she knows exactly what she's gonna do on the first day of sixth grade. You know what I mean? And I have no idea what I'm gonna do next year. Little JC, when we dropped her off for kindergarten, she was so sad. She was Aww. crying. Do you remember Birdie? Oh, yeah, I remember. She, I have a picture Miss, of her. I was not. I thought it was Well, I have a picture of yeah. all of you, oh, okay. but, you, you know, and all of you had moments of crying in kindergarten. It wasn't just JC, but I just remember I, her point is well taken. We don't know. Then like what's going to happen. When I drop off Sky at Bethel, which was our preschool, because I'd had you two and you'd cried and you had a hard time, I knew she'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But when it's a first time, experience you're like I don't know how this is gonna end so what's the best part about being the oldest the best part (laughs) well the best part is that usually like you're the strongest I'm the strongest and I get to make a lot of decisions that they'll go along with because they have to or (laughs) because I bring up the thing they're like oh that sounds good you know because I don't know I'm I know what I'm talking about right that I I can I have leverage over them sometimes Cause I can, and I get to experience everything first, which I, which is like kind of a weird thing. Cause I don't like doing it sometimes, but I do like, I'm the first, especially because of our cousins, right? Like I get to be the first one to do a lot of things. And I think that's really fun. Well, and when she's saying cousins, I don't know if everybody listening knows this, but we have, um, Todd has a brother who has four daughters. So, and they kind of all go in order. It goes JC and then our niece Ava and then Cameron and then our niece Madeline and then Skylar and then our niece Claire. And then we have another niece named Charlotte. Rosie. And that is, so there's like this, you know, we've got all these girls on Todd's side. It's pretty fun seeing me and my brother walk through a mall with seven girls. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so fun. Black Friday shopping is like favorite time. It's of the year. awesome. So but we get together. I just think that's fun. Yeah, because I just get to like be just the, I guess, the first to do it. But then, like you said, on the other side, it's not very Maddie, fun. but no, on the other side of oh. the family, Maddie oh, is Maddie. my niece who's older than JC. Right. And then I have a nephew, Max, who oh. is also older Nacho. than all the girls. Yes, and we have lots of names for him. So, anyway, so Todd. He's quite the fisherman. <laughs> He's really good. After Max, uh, I was having breakfast, uh, whatever, a week ago. And I'm like, what else is keeping you busy? He's like, I've been fishing. And he told me about it for like 15 minutes. And I found out that he's fished like six or seven days, maybe 14 hours of fishing. And he hasn't caught a fish yet. It's not what it's about, Ty. It's it's about experience. (laughs) Keith Nolan are trying still. They're not giving up. I know. I know. They need help. So, girls, yeah. I know, like, when we first decided to do this show, your dad was all, like, he wanted it to be funny, and he wanted you guys to, like, uh, say things about us that... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah let's do that. So, we... Todd, are, are we ready for that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Do you have your phone? phone. So, Can you go, go get it for me? I'll go get it. Fine. Some some are things you say that we get annoyed by. Oh, okay. okay, this is probably one of my least favorite wait, things can, Wait, ever. can you say who says it? Yeah. Is, is it both or dad? I'd say, or dad? I'd say dad says it ten times more. <laughs> I'm sorry you're disappointed. That uh, is awful. I'm oh, my so God. True. He's like, I'm it sorry you're disappointed. the problem. Like, I'm sorry you're disappointed, but you're not doing anything. <laughs> like, how, well, how like, am, I, get, say what like, am I supposed to do with an apology? So you're like, okay, we'll get, you want to go get ice cream? And I'll be like, um, no. And then you get disappointed and i'll say sorry you're disappointed that's benign so i'd say though. just don't say anything that's a lot worse because that like i want so to you can just pick which, whichever one you okay, want yeah. i need to perfect not be Thank angry you. 
Bedtime for Bonzos. Oh, oh my god, that's <laughs> awful. What is bedtime Dude, that for Bonzos? So we finished like a family movie or finished something all together. So it's like, annoying. all right, bedtime for Bonzos, and which means we have to go upstairs. <laughs> and then and then you're always like, what are you guys doing? It's two hours past your bedtime, which is eight thirty, <laughs> which we had when we were five, and we haven't like put we that haven't in done motion. it since I was uh, nine. Yeah, it hasn't okay. been. <laughs> Let me explain been. bedtime for Bonzos really quick. I don't even know when I'm saying it. I know I say it all the time. It's an old movie that Ronald Reagan was in, and he there was a monkey named Bonzo, and it was called Bedtime for Bonzos. And I don't know why we say it, Todd. I think most parents listening know of that phrase, I believe. But yeah. do they say to their children? We say no. all the time. No, we don't. No. It's only us that says Okay, your, next are one. yours. Oh, can I read one I think you mine? should do the tech ones, because... Oh, okay. Okay, JC. Because that's mine. Okay, do either do... I think you should... Like four and five, I feel like you put down four and five. I probably did. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Four is think about what you have. That Ooh. one oh, is important. kind of annoying. That's a gratitude I'm one. Totally yeah. I'm totally standing behind that. Sometimes one. I well, like it. Sometimes it has I a do good not. Message, but when you're talk, when I'm talking about, oh, I really wanted this for dinner. <laughs> you don't need to say think about what you have. It kind of is. But what about all the food in the fridge? Uh, yeah. What about the fruit? It's fruit. And no ice cream. What about all the fruit mm. I cut up? Yeah, every it's day. It's good. I, I like it. that. Kim, what's the fifth one? Sky, read oh, the fifth uh, one. Oh, the fifth one? You you can do it. Uh, I don't want to do that one. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> we have ice cream at home. Yeah. That's Todd. Uh, but that we was, don't. We don't have We ice don't cream have ice cream at home. We have no. a really bad cherry one from Ben and Jerry's yeah, sometimes. Yeah, so that's when Todd doesn't want to go out to ice cream. Well, here's the deal. And we you want to walk. Spend, <laughs> we could either spend $24 oh. at Oberweiss. Or we could spend four dollars <laughs> at Jewel. Wait, that's Let's one of do them. that. That's I could get this for two dollars at Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> that's number two. Okay, do that's you know literally number two? Girls, I just told your dad yesterday. I said because he was going to go get food for tacos last night, mm-hmm. and I and I said, please, I'm not going to use the names of the stores, but mm. please go to this store because if you go to the other store, they won't even eat it. We didn't. We, by the way, we went to the store you didn't want me to go to. The, really, I the forgot s- the certain store that you are talking about doesn't have what I want. Todd, did you really forget? I did. I, it was my fault. God. I asked him to go to the other place. Yes. Wait, Why? which it's place Skyler's are we fault. talking about? Okay, okay, I have another one. Back to Jace. <laughs> it's the. <laughs> Let me test that out. Oh, God. I don't, I don't say that. <laughs> no, Every no. time we're eating something. You're like, yeah, why don't I test, test that, that out? out? Make sure it's not oh, poison. Yeah, I just want to make sure. Well, it's because I want to eat your food. And instead of me saying, let me and eat your Parentheses, food related. At least yeah. we would probably say yes. Yeah. You just don't ask. Just you just, wanna... You're like, you pick it up and then you say, <laughs> let me test it out. And then you just it's eat just it. It's just a total dad thing. You it is. You test it out. It is. Um, I just, yeah. If we're going to get this, we have to share. Oh. Oh, that's awful. Let's just not get it. I'd rather not have it how much money we would save if you guys got one big blizzard from Dairy but Queen. But, Dad, I don't want to share. <laughs> I, 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 we I, have to I would share sometimes. Here's my thing. One of two things is going to happen. Either hey, you guys are going to be on. so financially responsible or you're going to have so much baggage about money because I'm always reminding you to share your Dairy Queen blizzard. Yeah. Frugal. Okay, Jace, go Hang ahead. on to your choppers. Hold on to your choppers. What are the choppers? That's it's your teeth. What's that for? Hold on. Why would you hold on to them? No, it's when we ask something a lot and then you're like... You know who doesn't hold on to his choppers? Who? Your grandfather. Oh, yeah. My dad loses a little. They're gone most of the time. We should just tell it to him. He's a little different. Okay, what, what um, else? Don't mess with mom. 
Oh my oh, yeah. god! Oh my god! So we hear that. 15 what that means is, <laughs> Kathy will be writing in the basement. <laughs> we get home from school. And these girls will get home from school. I'll be like, "How was your day?" She's like, "They're like great. Where's mom?" <laughs> and one of my favorite days, and I, don't, I haven't said this to you, Cameron, but you had an especially tough day. Yeah. And mom wasn't in the basement. She was at the library, and I think you said, "When is she going to be home?" And I said, "I don't know." And then you finally let out the emotion that you had and I was so grateful that mom wasn't home because believe me I know when I was growing up when I was upset I did not want to go talk to my dad I wanted to go talk to my mom so I understand the nurturing that moms can provide not to say dads can't either because I got buddies in my men's group that get mad at me when I say stuff like that. Well, because that. they're the nurturers. Yes, yeah, they right. are moms so nurturers. I'm, I'm less nurturing than mom that's the, just the bottom line that's the way it works in our family so oh, yeah. I, I was very grateful for that. Yeah, I was going to read another one. That one was my mental health day, actually. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, my God. And then mom cried when she got home. I remember that. Don't you remember that? We were talking about it. And then you started sobbing. Because we missed Skylar's dance. Oh, yeah. I'm a dance. I'm a crier. Yeah. It was a choir concert, (laughs) my last one of field school. And I still have two more times to... But we didn't miss the fifth year performance. I was, that was the only time that something happened to Skylar. It wasn't my fault, though, because I wasn't there. It was very easy. What else? Uh, Um, Sky has going to read another one. Balance out technology with reading. Yes. My God, these are great ideas. I do that. And forest bath. Today's the day of forest bath. Do you guys want to explain what a forest bath is? It's when we went into the forest one one time, (laughs) and then we went to Chipotle afterwards. It was interesting. And I literally just took pictures of them, and we've done it once (laughs) with just me, Dad, and Sky, and now he wants to do it again. I do forest baths more than you. The yes. Great meditators yeah. go to Chipotle. Oh, oh here's so one. Wait a second. Just for clarification, a forest bath is when you just immerse yourself in the forest <laughs> and you get mindful and you breathe. And the reason we've only done it once is because you guys won't come with me. Yeah. Hey, I go on bike rides with you in a forest bath place all the time. That's true. Okay, so okay, here's, just a few more. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, Bad ones. Okay, let me see. And you, if you think of another one you think is funny, you can just say it. Um. Okay. Oh, s- snugs! I didn't have a car till I was twenty-one. <laughs> oh, Actually, it's more like twenty-four. Yeah, you guys are. Yeah, whatever. I'll change it. Yes. No, I, I don't understand. All right, let's do the good ones. I was, okay, okay, do good ones. Okay, we have okay. the good things. Can and we right all on? can only say one. Oh, the good ones, like oh, yeah, the good ones. A bunch of good ones. I love. Them. <laughs> oh, this is my personal favorite one, but I don't hear it often. Is it a good or bad? It's a good one. Like, a good things parents do. Yeah, a good things yeah, parents yeah. do. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Uh, this is I don't hear this very often anymore, though. So oh, maybe you should helpful. start thinking about <laughs> saying it. Uh, uh, it's either when I usually ask, "Can I have ice cream?" and Mom says, "I don't care." <laughs> and then That's in the like car. The, a good one. We're usually That's in the, the best car. Feeling That's the ever. best feeling ever. Or no, when Mom would have say, "I don't care" for Go Look Charlie. Yeah, the second one. Oh my god. Yeah. When I'd say, "I don't when care." When you to say, what? "I don't care," can we watch we another episode. Do you're like, "I don't care." Todd, I don't care. Todd, I don't care. Oh, I okay. I don't care. I really and then don't. you do this. I don't care. I don't. This missing. is a really small list. Yeah. <laughs> missing some of her good stuff. Okay, say save another. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Snapchat filters. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love favorites. when you do that. I love that's Snapchat. Snapchat. Because okay, mom gets excited. Mom, mom likes the music ones. Yeah. She She's likes like, the oh, one. I got a hat on. You know what? I have... <laughs> Hold on. We're all talking over each other. Sorry. What I have appreciated the most and learned the most about Snapchat is if I was your age and I had Snapchat, 
I don't know how I'd get anything done. <laughs> and I'm just being honest because Dude. I think those things are hilarious. Dude. That is my sense of humor. And I would get lost in it. And, and whenever they sit down with me and start Snapchat, I've had some of the funniest moments you ever. You guys should do that. We when, have videos on. Okay. You yeah. guys should do that when you think mom is about to say it's time to go upstairs. You should just bust that. No, out. you should just say, we do. mom, do you want us to do your hair? No, to we brush do your do hair. that. I was going to say, JC does that all the time. And she she's sits like, down. Mm, okay. Mm. I find it interesting that your first and kind of only good thing was that when me and mom say we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have another one. Well, that means we can do it. Wait, JC's got more. more. Um, the conference. I love Ellie Smith. A uh, favorite person oh, I'll go. Uh, at the conference. Skylar. Milk. She was... I, she, I think she'll always be my favorite. I loved meeting her because I didn't have a phone. So I got an autograph. Mm. No one else gets them anymore. Yeah. I got a picture and an autograph. So did I. Oh, wow. I got a picture. to brag? Uh, uh, Skylar, I have a picture of you and May with Milk. Yay. Okay, so now we're Lazzling. even. Okay. All right, Come Cameron, back, please. Favorite, favorite <laughs> conference uh, speaker? Uh, it's got to be Abby and Glennon. They were awesome. Oh, yeah, they were one. great. So, I one. liked meeting them. But they were. Don't they were, say they that. Were I love them both. Yeah. Equally. If we talk over each other, then it's hard for people to listen. Okay, so Cameron. I liked Abby and Glennon just because they were both. One hilarious, and when I met them in the back room right before they went on, oh my goodness, they were so they were so awesome. They literally asked what I do, like in sports and stuff like that, and they gave me a story from their childhood, and I just they they were just so awesome and open and. Do you do you remember? So you're right. Like Mm -hmm. Lennon gave you some really nice, like Mm -hmm. some funny, not really advice, but a story. Yeah, and then Abby was. Talking to JC about lacrosse, and Abby's like, "Yeah, I I know the who did she say she knew? Show me the show, the coach of." a really good college and she's like if you want to talk email me <laughs> oh my god like, we were like, like I'll okay be, i'll be doing that what <laughs> just kidding and I'm then i'm gonna be doing that jc who was your rosalind 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 just kidding she was she was one of my favorite ones we and talked then, to her for like 30 minutes um afterwards. i really really like julie Mm. Uh-huh. So just so we know, Rosalind Wiseman is who came, I uh, love Rosalind Wiseman. And then Julie Lithcott Hames uh, is. She was great. Yeah. Who, which one? What did she talk about? She's she was, uh, Real American. Oh, I loved her. She was oh, great. I saw her she for like so nice. th- a few minutes. She was wonderful. Yes, yeah, Skyler wanders around during the conference. Uh, with May. Right. With May. But one thing I said to JC is because JC was a, she's a sophomore this year, and when uh, Julie spoke. She actually, before she spoke, she talked to JC for a few minutes about college and just about how everybody's, you know, on everyone's case in high school about college. And I don't remember exactly what she said to you, but something to the effect of don't get lost in this whole college game. What did she say to you? Do you remember specifically or Um, what did you take from it? She told me that you're going to get into a college no matter what, basically. And like. Not that if you don't work, you're going to get in, but if you don't have to be the smartest person to get into a good, and you don't have to go to Stanford to be, to be accepted into any job, and she like asked what I like and what I don't like, and she's like, you know, you don't have to, be the smartest student ever to get a job in the world. So, and why I appreciated that so much is I feel like as a family we've been saying that forever, but it's so nice. Like I Especially said to JC, if you. From- if, Stanford, you know what I mean? Totally, because she's from Stanford. She, yeah. I said, if you ever have an advisor who tells you differently, you tell them I, that Julie Lithcott Hames told you. I've, that's why I don't get worried about when they talk about it at school anymore. Because I was like, oh, wait, yeah, kind of true, but 
smarter than all of them. So, so I'll go. <laughs> um, aside from my sweetheart. What, what are you That's going? That's so cute. Yeah. Favorite uh, conference uh, person. Oh, thanks, Sunny. Oh, big D. You, um, <laughs> <laughs> big D. I, I'm going to say Rob Bell. Oh, yes. Uh, second, yes. Second behind Rob. Uh, would be uh, John Duffy, but you go on. Your oh, turn. I love John Duffy. Me too. Oh, I don't. I can't pick a favorite. I know, can't but pick if a you favorite. Could, what would you say? Oh, mother! <laughs> if you could say Big D, be able say to know he instead of no, not me. <laughs> well, Dad knows I love him, but right. I. <laughs> but he wasn't that good. <laughs> well, no, no, your dad's the best. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the girls are laughing. Todd's not offended. Um, so. <laughs> I think what I will share, because I've loved all of them, and I will oh. say that the reason I say that, you guys, is I've picked all of them. I know. I know. So, I know. <laughs> yeah. no way that I can be but like, there could be one that had a bigger impact on the you. The reason that I had the biggest, ex- the, the one I had the biggest experience with was Cheryl Strayed, mm-hmm. because <gasps> she, was, so she nice. was somebody that I, so I am a writer, and I find her to be one of my favorite writers ever. Mm-hmm. So when she said she would come to our conference and when she when I, when she walked down the hall and I got to say hello to her and she actually I don't know if I've told this story but I got really teary when I saw her because it's Cheryl Strait and she's like my she's like my right the person I want to emulate mm-hmm. and she actually stopped me and she's like don't don't do that thing and not because she can't handle it but she wanted us to be peers. Mm-hmm. She was being like don't you don't have to do Best that thing whole she could thing. have said to you. Exactly mm-hmm. and then we had a conversation and then she then it was like really normal um and but she was the one i had the biggest like whoa uh-huh cheryl straight yeah, sure. she stopped me in may in the holes and she was just so sweet mm-hmm. <laughs> she um, was like <laughs> i i really wanted to ask her for her pringles but like i thought it would be so embarrassing if she yeah. said no i gave her those pringles so i'm glad you didn't take them from her well you um, said i could ask her so to close out the show kathy and i have an announcement to make uh, on our big 500th, we are coming out with a second podcast, sweetie. And I'm going to do the drum roll real quick, and you're going to say what it is and what we're doing on it. So the 500th podcast is going to be... Oh, wrong one. Let's do that one. So it's it's not the 500th <laughs> podcast. This is the 500th right, podcast. Oh, yeah. A different podcast. So... Todd and I have a new podcast coming out. It's called Pop Culturing. Get it? Zen Parenting. Pop Culturing. (laughs) So let me explain what Pop Culturing is. So as everybody knows, Zen Parenting, the focus is self-awareness, mindfulness, connection, and communication. And then we bring in pop culture. Pop Culturing is pop culture, meaning we focus on a movie or a TV show or mostly movies and TV shows. And then we talk about the self-awareness or the mindfulness or the learning that we got from that movie or TV show. So the way that I look at it is sometimes people say they have their, they don't always listen to Zen Parenting because they're not in the mood because it's so deep. And if you're, if it's too deep, and you're having one of those days, listen to pop culturing because it's a lot more light. Um, it's a lot, it's, it's for mature audiences, everybody. Cause Todd and I, not only do we leave in like quotes from movies that may have swears in them, but Todd and I talk about deep topics within the movies. Um, so it's a, you know, it's not for kids. You so, guys can listen. So yeah. It's not for kids. Okay. I've yeah. seen most of the movies you well, guys have done. True. <laughs> Am I allowed to say any of the movies or no? Yeah. Uh, sure. What What are some of the movies we've done? Uh, I A Star Is Born. That was yeah. an awesome movie. Uh, okay, that it. was a great. That was a great movie. I can't believe I didn't win. 
I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Talk about it. Um, no. Uh, but you did Stand By Me. You guys did Parenthood. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> didn't good. you do Bridesmaids? Uh-huh. And then... Oh, my God. Haven't well, seen that one. I don't know any other ones. You don't want Eighth to see grade. that one. Yeah. I was actually kind of surprised because I thought you had already put, like, three out. So I was like, nope. wait, what are you guys now? And Swingers. And swingers. And swingers. Never seen so this. if you're listening to this and you have a suggestion on a movie, I'm not saying that we're going to take Send it, it, but in. we love <laughs> suggestions. Um, we do. Go to Todd at ZenParentingRadio.com and let us know. And you ideas. can find Pop Culturing on iTunes or what's it called now? Apple something. It's not called iTunes anymore. Apple. 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 So, it's a, so it is Apple a separate music. podcast that you'll need to subscribe to. It's not going to, it's going to be. Completely separate from ZPA. But Zen Parenting Radio continues on. We're not going anywhere. We're just now dual podcasters. They're not going anywhere. This is not podcasters. So if you're trying to find them, okay, singers, if um, (laughs) if you're trying to find these podcasts, go to zenparentingradio.com and you'll see at the top it says podcasts. And there's three there. There's Zen Parenting Radio, Pop Culturing, and of course Zen Talks, which is a part of Team Zen, which you have to subscribe to. So that's actually just for the team. So if you're interested in that, though, you can subscribe to Team Zen. So I will close and just say to each of our three daughters, and maybe you want to say something too, sweetie, is my life is so much better that you're in it, and I can't be more happy and proud of the people that you are and who you will continue to grow into. I agree with all that. I love you girls deeply, and I just really like you. Yeah. I don't know if Aww. you know that, but I, <laughs> I really... Big M and Big D really like you. <laughs> I like who you are. I like how different you are and how you all look different. You have different things that you like. And I just like hanging out with you. So why don't you guys move in, never move and live in our basement and we'll always <laughs> hang out together forever. We'll do every podcast together. No. Is it a family parent? Yes. And Sister parent. Actually, I'm kidding because what I want for you guys is for you to like always know that you're safe here at home, but then like go out in the world and see things and, and change, have experiences. Change the world you were kidding? We need some we need some conscious leaders in We do. Mhm. In this society, for goodness sakes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um so yes. That, I'm going to play the music <laughs> and um you guys want to say keep trucking? Keep trucking. Hey, Woo! Woo! Keep trucking. Keep trucking. Keep trucking. Keep trucking. <laughs> keep trucking. Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And feel free to leave a review on iTunes. It helps people find us. Do you want more Zen parenting? Check out Team Zen. It's a $25 monthly subscription where you'll get two live Zen talks with an opportunity to ask us questions. If you can't join us live, you can still access all Zen talks through the Team Zen private podcast app. You'll have access to all previous Zen Talks, connect with like-minded people through our private Facebook page, and get discounts on everything we offer. Our tagline is zero pressure, 100% support. Interested in inviting us to speak at your conference or organization? Go to zenparentingradio.com and submit a speaker request. While you're there, check out our upcoming events, or you can purchase one of my three books. What about my book, sweetie? Just my books. I want to tell you about an exciting weekend workshop we have coming up on October 25th through the 27th at the Majestic 1440 Multiversity, nestled in the California Redwoods near Santa Cruz. For more details, send me an email at todd at zenparentingradio.com. If you ever shop via Amazon, you can help us out by first going through the Amazon link under the Support Us link on our homepage. It doesn't cost you anything, but Kathy and I get a small commission from Amazon. 
And don't forget to put next year's ZPR conference on your calendar. It's February 28th and 29th, 2020. Leap into the new year with us. That's right. Leap, sweetie. Uh, And guys, don't forget, I have a one-on-one coaching practice. It's called Coaching for Guys. Uh, So we talk about work-life balance, deepening relationships with loved ones. We can talk in person, by phone, or FaceTime. You get to choose. First session's free. For more information, go to toddadamscoaching.com. And don't forget about the Tribe Men's Group. We're finally reaching out beyond Chicago and are going to have some opportunities virtually. So head on over to tribemensgroup.org. It's an opportunity for guys to come together and talk about what really matters. And I'd like to give special thanks to our founding partner, Jeremy Kraft from Abbott Company painting and remodeling throughout the Chicagoland area. He's a bald-headed beauty, and he can be found on the internet at abbotco.net. And lastly, just thanks to all you listeners for listening and keeping us going after all these years. Cannot say thank you enough, and uh, keep trucking. Adios.